Have you finished your personal statement yet? Now's the perfect time to get it professionally reviewed by a medical school HQ expert advisor. We have former directors of admissions, admissions officers, and the like on our small team of amazing people. They have the inside knowledge from reading thousands and thousands and thousands, tens, if not 100,000 personal statements going through the process and setting up the process for their whole committee. They know exactly what medical schools look for and the common red flags that can get your entire application thrown out. Take advantage of our flash sale right now, going through May 6th, up to 6,000 characters reviewed for just $150. That's a $75 discount on our regular price. Go to editmyps.com. Again, that's editmyps.com. If you're applying to medical school in 2022 to start medical school in 2023, join me Wednesday or Thursday, Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, or Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern at premedworkshop.com. Go register today. I'm gonna show you how to tell your story in your application. Again, that's premedworkshop.com. If you are applying to medical school in 2022, be there or be square. The Premed Year, session number 206. Hello and welcome to the two-time Academy Award-nominated podcast, The Pre-Med Years, where we believe that collaboration, not competition, is key to your pre-med success. I am your host, Dr. Ryan Gray, and in this podcast, we share with you stories, encouragement, and information that you need to know to help guide you on your path to becoming a physician. Now, welcome to The Pre-Med Years. If this is your first time joining us, welcome back if this is not Today is a different type of episode. I recorded live in person at two different conferences in back-to-back weekends. The first one was AMSA, the American Medical Student Association, their pre-med fest that happened at USF, the University of South Florida, at the beginning of October, and the following weekend at UC Davis in California on October 8th. Both conferences were amazing. The AMSA conference, I quite enjoyed. I actually got to speak there. I had a session talking about the medical school interview. It was a little bit more or a lot more intimate, a much smaller crowd, but the crowd was very specific, mostly to pre-med students. And so everybody that I talked to were pre-med for the most part and were awesome. The UC Davis conference was huge, had 3,000 Students there had a ton of exhibitors there, lots of sessions going on. I got to contribute a little bit at that conference when I uh, helped with the mock interviews. I was one of the mock interviewers for the MMI scenarios that they had going, so that was fun. But the best part was I brought my podcasting equipment, and I sat down, and I asked people, what do you want to do as a physician? Like, what... What specialty do you want to pursue? And so we talked about that. And I'm interested in this topic now more than ever because in about six weeks or so, we will be launching, I will be launching a new podcast, a completely new podcast. So right now, if you go to mededmedia, that's M-E-D-E-D, media.com, you can see that we have three different podcasts 
and my book out there. So this podcast obviously is there, the pre-med years. I have the old pre-meds podcast, which is a podcast dedicated to non-traditional pre-med and medical students. And we have the newer MCAT podcast, which you can also find, like I said, at MedEd Media. And so those three podcasts have been out and kicking, but now I'm going to start the Specialty Stories. And Specialty Stories is going to be a podcast dedicated to helping you, the pre-med, but also more the medical student, figure out what he or she wants to do with his or her life. Picking a specialty is hard. And just because you had one personal or family experience with one specialty, or maybe you suffer from some sort of illness that gives you an increased exposure to a field, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the specialty for you. And so with specialty stories, I'll be talking to specialists, every specialist out there, clinical, even non-clinical, I'll find some non-clinical specialties out there. And, and what physicians are doing in a non-clinical role to give you an idea of what the future may hold and give you an idea of what you should be looking at doing now to maybe set you uh, up for success in the future if you're interested in maybe one of the more competitive specialties. So that is coming. And if you want some information, in the next couple days, I will have a intro episode in iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play Music, wherever you subscribe to this podcast. Hopefully you're subscribed. If you're not, you should subscribe so you get these every week. Don't just go to the medicalschoolhq.net website and, and listen right on the, on the page there. Subscribe so you can get it right on your phone and you can listen anytime. But anyway... I will have the specialty stories listed there so that you can subscribe. And when that official first episode comes out, you'll get it right on your device. And one other quick thing, don't forget to listen till the end when I talk to you about how you can win some one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. Without further ado, let's talk about the AMSA Pre-Med Fest, a great conference for pre-med students it was, I think this is their third time having it, third or fourth year having it. It happened, the, the quote-unquote previous year actually happened earlier this year in January, and then they had another one here in October as they tried to figure out the best time to have it for students. And it was a great conference, a lot of great people. It was well-run. The USF was a great host site. And the people were just awesome, and I had tons of great conversations. And so this first one here is a conversation with David, and we talk about why he's interested and in what he's going into, and we also talk about the conference as a whole. My name is David Connect. Hi, David. What are you interested in doing? Uh, I am going to be a physician, hopefully. A doctor, <laughs> that's a good start. What kind of doctor? Do you have an idea yet? Uh, I'm thinking probably D.O., yeah, um, I I have a pretty non-traditional story, so I've heard that a lot of people who don't go the traditional route go do. So, yeah, why? Well, why do they go do yeah. or why? Uh, I don't know. I, I've I've heard it's because of the grades. Yeah. Um, but also, I don't know. Also, kind of appeals to my holistic okay. idea. Non-traditional. Awesome. Why? So you're non-traditional. What do you do now? 
Uh, I work at a spine center, so I'm a, a surgical technician or a surgical yeah. technologist. Okay. So I do kind of like PA work, um, assist yeah. the doctors with spinal surgery, that sort of yeah. thing. Uh, so before that, I was an EMT. Kind of doctor already. Oh, far from it. <laughs> far from it. I, I, it's one thing to know technical skills, but it's another to have yeah. it up here. That's awesome. Yeah. And so through that experience, you're like, I want to be on the other side of the table. Definitely. Yeah. I, I first started really wanting to go the physician route uh, when I was EMT. You know, we, we would bring in patients uh, just to the door, and I always wanted to know what's on the other end of that door. You know, what happens after we bring them in, you know? Yeah. You, you, you can establish a patient rapport in 15 minutes in an ambulance drive, but then you never see your patient again. Yeah. And I thought, I, I'd like to see them again. I'd like to follow up, you know, see what happened. And we're at AMSA Pre-Med Fest. Would you recommend pre-med students come to a pre-med fest or an AMSA event? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, What's been the best thing? I, I think... I, I'm sorry, what? What's been the best thing? Oh, so far? Um, there was a talk on um, a, a physician-assisted suicide. Yeah. And it was, it was very engaging. It's, I, I think one of the best things about coming to an event like this is you stumble on things that you hadn't previously thought of or you, you knew it's a topic that's out there but you just don't know how what you believe about it you don't know what you think about it so uh coming to one of these things is really good for me because it helps me shape my view on a lot of those things awesome well thank yeah. you good luck yeah well thank you <laughs> all right so that was david again he talked about why he's interested in going into surgery having worked as a surgical tech what i didn't dive into was did he go into working as a surgical surgical tech because he was interested in becoming a physician or if that was just a job that he had found and and could do and and was a decent career for him and then he got the bug to to jump to the other side of the table as we said so that was David. So interesting discussion there. He talked about, obviously, why you should go to an AMSA event if you haven't already. AMSA has their big convention coming up. If you're interested in going, you can save some money. So go check out AMSA and use the code MSHQ17 and save some money on the conference there, the, the big convention in February in D.C., all right, so this next one will jump to the UC Davis conference, and I talked to Nina, and it's interesting to hear how she switched from wanting to do something more primary care to something more procedure-based. My name is Nina Wynn, and I'm from Daly City, California, which is near San Francisco. Awesome. And you are here at UC Davis Pre-Health Conference. You having a good day? Yeah, it's great here. What, what is the best thing about coming to a conference like this? This is my third time at this conference, and I guess as a veteran, <laughs> I would say that really taking advantage of whatever you see, even if it's not something that you knew existed before. Um, for example, I didn't know cytotechnology existed, and today we have an interactive workshop on that, where you get to look at cells under a microscope and see if they're cancerous or not. Where do you get to do that? At the UC Davis Pre-Health Conference. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So you want to be a physician, you're applying now. Yeah. What do you want to do? Do you have a particular specialty in mind? At first I was drawn to primary care, but then I realized that surgery was a completely new and very invigorating field. So you want to so cut people? I want to cut people. That's what I want to do too. That's what I wanted to do. I took anatomy and I took anatomy lab too, so I was able to see cadavers and, and really 
you know, for the first time, see what it's like to actually cut into flesh. <laughs> That's awesome. And it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. So what you see there is even Nina as a pre-med student is reconsidering what she thought she wanted to do. So as you go into your medical school career and even pre-med career, keep an open mind because you might be exposed to something that is very beneficial and just lights a fire under you. So keep an eye out on what may be coming. All right, this next one, we talked to Rico at the AMSA conference. My name is Rico Carter. I want to be an anesthesiologist. It's just something that I've always dreamed of, and it's just, it really interests me to see that the practice of anesthesiologist. What's your ultimate goal? Become an anesthesiologist and do what? And to help the community out and give back to the community and uh, just be like a good leader and set an example for the community. All right, so Rico wants to give back to the community as an anesthesiologist. Anesthesia is an awesome career. There's a lot of controversy in the anesthesia field because of CRNAs. So if you're interested in anesthesia, do some research on CRNAs. Check out the Texture app. If you go to medicalschoolhq.net slash texture, sign up for a free one-week trial account there. And Texture is like a Netflix for magazines. And not just like Us Weekly or the, the, the gossip magazines, but the good magazines. And so you could type in CRNAs or anesthesiology or euthanasia or abortion. This is the perfect app to get you prepared for your medical school interviews. It's the perfect app to give you some insight into what's going on in the world it's not just a 500-word a blog post. It's a nice in-depth article from all of the top magazines. So check out Texture and see what's going on with the anesthesia world, specifically what the Veterans Affairs hospitals are trying to do. It's a very interesting what's going on there. All right, so back to the UC Davis conference. We'll be ping-ponging back and forth. And I do want to mention that there were, I think, one or two AMSA interviews that I wasn't able to save. I'm sure you can hear a difference between the AMSA interviews and the UC Davis interviews. There was something funky going on. But So if you're listening to this thinking that we had a conversation, but it's not in here, I apologize. It's because it, there was something wrong with it. But this next one from UC Davis was Kimberly, and she's a postback student interested in pediatrics. My name is Kimberly, and I am from Brooklyn, New York. Did you fly in just for this? Um, no, I actually attend Cal State East Bay postback program in Hayward. So you're in a postback program. You want to be a physician. What do you want to do? Medicine for me, personally, I feel like it's a calling. So ever since I was a little girl, and I know that sounds cliche, um, I was interested in medicine, and I feel like that passion grew as I went on through college. Um, for me, I had a rough time initially um, getting used to the sciences because I was not used to seeing that type of material, and it caused me to, and I was taking a heavy load, so it caused me to kind of not do so well in college, so that's why I ended up in a postback program. And um, I've always been interested in pediatrics. I had a great pediatrician, and I always wanted to be just like him. And over the summer, recently, I did a internship where we got to do rotations in the ER department with mm -hmm. the ER docs. And at first, I was like, maybe I might be interested in ER medicine. But then 
What made me really decide on doing pediatrics is the fact that I noticed with ER doctors, they don't really get the chance to really know the patient. So it's kind of like you're just coming in, they're diagnosing you and you're like out. Whereas with pediatrics, you can know if the patient is like, they genuinely have a problem because you like get to grow with them. And yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. All right, that was Kimberly. So one thing I learned about myself is that I say awesome a lot. So if you get tired of hearing me say awesome, I apologize. But it's pretty awesome. All these stories that I heard, they they really were awesome. (laughs) Anyway, this next one is from Abby, and she's the start of my audio troubles at the AMSA conference. But I was able to, to salvage some of it, and I'll tell you the rest of it after we hear from her. My name is Abby Paragon. Hi, Abby. Hi. So you're a student here at USF? Yes. And you're part of the pre-med AMSA club? Yeah, I am. That's awesome. Should every student be part of pre-med AMSA? I think so. I think it's a really awesome organization on campus. We do a lot. We provide a lot of resources for people at USF. Um, like I'm part of community outreach, so we provide weekly volunteer events for um, students. We do research workshops, physician shadowing. Lots of different stuff to really that's, like help your application. That's great. Yeah. What are you interested in doing? I am interested in either going into emergency medicine or neonatology. And why those two? Those are very different things. Yeah. So um, I I love working with kids. So if I do emergency medicine, I want to do pediatric emergency medicine. Um, and I just love the fast pace. So Abby went on to continue to say that she loves the fast pace of emergency medicine. She loves the spontaneity of it. And she loved, she loves out of both of them being there in critical times for the patients. So if you're somebody that that feeds off of that energy of of that criticalness and the the urgency of emergency medicine and, and neonatology really is is kind of like constant emergency medicine for these little babies, then those are some good specialties. So while initially I thought they were very different, her explanation made them, made me realize that they're a lot more alike as in what she's looking for. So that's why I'm so excited about this specialty series or the specialty stories podcast. I don't even know the name of it yet. The specialty stories podcast, uh, because we'll be able to hear from neonatologists and emergency medicine physicians on what types of personalities should go into the field and and what you should be looking at as a pre-med and a medical student as you move forward. So let's move on to uh, back to a UC Davis interview with Adrian. My name is Adrian Carter and I'm from Oakland, California. Awesome. And you want to be a doctor? I want to be a doctor. What Um, do you want to do? I've been switching around on what kind of doctor, but right now, I'm really interested in dermatology. It seems like there's, it's a specialty where there's just so much to know, and since the skin is like the outer layer, you can really transform someone's life with your knowledge. So, it seems really interesting, so I'm excited to learn more about it. How far away are you from applying to school? Um, I'm planning on applying next year. Yeah. Good luck to you. Thank you very much. All right. So it was an interesting one. The skin obviously is is your outward face to the rest of the world. And so if you have a, a dermatological issue that affects how you present yourself, then I like her reasoning that you can have an immediate kind of effect on patients. So it's it's interesting to hear the thought processes behind 
the specialties that students are thinking about going into. All right, so let's jump into one here from Gabriel. What's your name? Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah. What do you want to do? I want to be a physician, but I still don't know my specialty yet. <laughs> you want to be a physician, but you don't know your specialty yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's between either cardio or neuro or internal medicine, between those three. Nice. Yeah. A lot of different things. Yeah. Why do you want to be a doctor? Um, I really like um, helping people out. I like serving the community. I mean, it's been my dream since I was a little kid to be a doctor. Like, I'll watch all these TV shows about doctors, and I, like, I loved it. I just loved it. Awesome. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. All right. So, again, another student there that's interested in helping the community. And so it's interesting for those of you who don't know. So he mentioned cardio, uh, so cardiology. Uh, a lot of people will abbreviate that CARDS instead of cardio, so it's CARDS. Um, you have internal medicine, he mentioned, and I forget the, the a neuro he mentioned as the last one. So some some good ones based on, um, so cardiology, you typically do an internal medicine residency first and then cardiology fellowship. Neurology is typically its own residency, and uh, sometimes you do an internal medicine internship first. So uh, a lot of what he's interested in are, are based off of internal medicine, so that's good. All right, next we have Nikki at the, the UC Davis conference talking about osteopathic medicine and why she's interested in that. My name is Nikki Clifton. I'm from Reno, Nevada. I was previously a UC Davis student. And what do you want to do with your life? So I want to go to medical school. I've been very open to DO since looking in more into the whole medical school process. MD is also a choice. I also am looking at family practice. More and more as I hear about the residencies and the competitiveness, I don't want to beat out anyone trying to cut people open. I really just want to talk to people and help them one-on-one. It sounds like you're scared of somebody that's going to cut people open. <laughs> I like watching it, but I don't know if I would like to be the one to do it. Yeah, so family practice... Thinking DO, that fits perfectly with family practice. It works for me. Yeah. I would go MD, but everything about DO fits my thinking completely. Yeah. I think I'm a good candidate. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. There's no difference once you're in practice between DO and MD, so it all works. I currently work under an MD and a DO in the same practice at a pain clinic. Awesome. Well, good luck to you. Thank you so much. All right, so some interesting thinking there on on what she's looking at as far as competitiveness among applicants to different residencies. So good good thought process there. All right, this next one back from the ANSA confer- AMSA conference, we have Daniel. My name is Daniel. Hi, Daniel. What do you want to do? I At this moment, I want to be a surgeon, probably in orthopedics, but it's a little early to be definite about that because I'm in the process of changing careers and I'm still exploring. I still need to do some shadowing and see it for myself to make a more informed decision. So you're non-traditional I am non-traditional indeed. What do you do now? I, I work in human, well I was a trained engineer and then I changed, I guess I changed careers once already. I work in human resources now. I work at the United Nations. Awesome. And yeah, and um, trying to navigate my way through of medical school and pre-med and I would say your podcast has been extremely helpful. All right. I'm a regular listener. How far away from applying are you? Uh, I've started applying to postbacs right now and uh, I've submitted, I've started application for one school. I'm going to start 
another one when that one opens, and I'm still researching a few more uh, appropriate ones for me to apply. All right. Well, good luck yeah. to you. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. So that was Daniel. Interesting story. Working at the United Nations, which is pretty awesome. That's a, a great line item on the application when he fills in his extracurriculars. That's uh, pretty great. So this next one back from the UC Davis conference is an interesting one. Talking to Anthony, who was a uh, an EMT and got the bug to go a little bit further with his EMT training and to become a paramedic and where that has left him. My name's Anthony and I'm from Los Angeles. And what do you want to do as a physician? Uh, so I'd like to go into emergency medicine. I've been working as a paramedic uh, for the last few years and just being around that environment got me interested in learning more, like being able to do more. Uh, so I started looking into going back to school and getting all my you know, prereqs in order and hopefully get an emergency medicine. So you didn't, you weren't a paramedic because you wanted to go to medical school. You were a paramedic before and you said, oh, I want to I wanna dig deeper and know more. Exactly. You know, for a paramedic, there's a EMT level and then paramedic. And I took the EMT class originally just kind of for just personal interest and started working in that and realized that this stuff is really interesting. So I, was, I really want to learn more about this. So I went to paramedic school that and I think it's happening again. Like I want to learn more. Uh, so just the whole medicine and biology and science really interests me. So that's awesome. Well, good luck to you on your journey. Thank you. All right. So that's an interesting one. A student who was doing something totally different and got the bug to learn more and more and more and said, hey, you know what? The next step is medical school. It's kind of scary. All right. This next one back from the AMSA conference. We talked to Andrew. My name is Andrew. Hey. Andrew, what do you want to do? What do I want to do? That's a very large question. <laughs> I want to do the best I can to have a happy life and ensure that those around me have a happy life. Yeah. And I think health is the biggest part. Health and happiness are, are they coincide. Yeah. One comes with the other. That's awesome. Do you know what kind of physician you want to be? No. Not for, yet. For a short answer, no. But I have interest in emergency medicine and pediatrics, things like that. Also primary care. But it yeah. just depends on, you know, what I experience in medical school and what really, you know, grabs my heart. Awesome. Well, good luck to you. All right. Thanks, man. All right. So one thing I want to make clear here is as a pre-med student, you really, you, you don't need to know what you want to be when you grow up. If, if you want to be a physician, great. If you change your mind and don't want to be one, that's okay too. Remember that. But specialty-wise, you don't need to know. And a lot of people don't know going into medical school, and they figure it out on their way. That's why we have the, all of these clinical rotations in medical school, so you can figure it out. This next one from the UC Davis conference, Kevin, has some huge aspirations. My name is Kevin Giandinko, and I'm from Texas. Uh, Houston, in particular, I graduated from the University of Texas at Austin. All right. And you're a postback student now. Yes, I am. I'm a current postback student at University of California, Berkeley Extension, I'm currently in their health professions postback program. And what do you want to do with your life? So currently, I'm looking into either MD or DO PhD programs, uh, specifically dealing with regenerative medicine and orthopedic surgeries is what I would want to go into. Do you think we'll live forever one day? Ooh, that's a tough question. 
Um, and I spent a year at the Buck Institute uh, for Aging Research. They're a nonprofit in the North Bay here in California. And the research I did there was geared towards lifespan extensions. Um, and I don't think that we will live forever per se, but I definitely think that we can continue to extend not only lifespans, but health spans. And by that, I mean just the overall well-being well well of a human in particular over the course of their life. That's awesome. Huge aspirations. Good luck to you on your journey. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. All right. So that's some, some awesome things. Again, my favorite word of the night, awesome. Uh, what Kevin's doing. So good luck to you, Kevin, if you're listening to this. This next one back at the AMSA conference has a very difficult name to pronounce. So I'm going to let her say her name. My name's Edit Aviva David. That's an awesome name. And Thank you. And you pronounce it awesomer. <laughs> that's a word. For lack of better terms. What are you, what are you interested in doing? Um, I'm interested in doing maybe uh, plastic or reconstructive surgery. And then maybe if I'm like leaning towards that or orthopedics or maybe um, neurosurgery. That's awesome. And why, why plastics at this point? Plastics, well, more on the, I'm more focused on the reconstructive. Okay. Um, more because I want to help someone who, you know, got a, you know, burn victim or something or someone, yeah. child who's like got in a horrible car crash and, you know, something along those lines. Plastic, I mean, it's just. Is that through personal experience? Um, actually, no, it's not. I have no personal experience with medicine. I just always wanted to, I, since I was little, I've always wanted to be a doctor. I don't know where it came from. I just always played doctor. My parents always bought me the little play doctor kits and stuff. I always, my Barbie was always the doctor. Like, I don't know where it came from. I always wanted to help people. So well, awesome. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. All right. These next couple are from the UC Davis conference. That was it for the IMSA conference. Again, amazing conference. You should definitely check out everything that AMSA is doing, go check out their conferences and use the promo code MSHQ17 to save some money when you register to go to those events. All right, so now we have this one. Again, another name that was super hard to pronounce, but I'll let her say it. My name is Raydel Dosri, and I'm actually an international student. I'm from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and what do you want to do with your life? I want to be a doctor. I want to make make personal connections with people and try to help them live a better life. Yeah. What kind of specialty do you know at this point? Um, I'm I'm a, a nutrition major right now, so I feel like I want to be um, in a specialty that's connected, maybe a gastroenterologist or an endor endocrinologist. Awesome. Well, good luck to you on your journey. Thank you. All right, and this last one from Jordan, who, after serving his country as a Marine, has figured out that he wants to go back and pursue something definitely very interesting. And, and one of those reasons why I want to start the Specialty Stories podcast, because what he's interested in is not one that probably a lot of people think about, unless they, they watch some crazy TV shows. My name is Jordan Peterson. I'm actually... I'm from Southern California, like Orange County area. It's where I, you know, was born and grew up. And then I, I lived in Hawaii while I went to high school. So I like to say I'm from Hawaii. It sounds a lot better. Very cool. <laughs> and you're a non-traditional student. Yes, yeah. I, uh, right, out, right after high school, at 17 years old, I joined the Marine Corps. I uh, had to get my parents' permission. And uh, I went off to, you know, go do great things for five years. And 
After that, uh, my wife got accepted, or I got married while I was in, and uh, my wife got accepted to veterinary school at Western, and uh, that's kind of when I decided that I wanted to, you know, make a change instead of, you know, I, I really had no direction, and then I was like, hey, maybe I'll go to college, I don't know. That's awesome. So now you want to be a doctor? Yeah, it was a, it was a bumpy road. I pretty much considered every profession before I considered doctor. Yeah. But um, I'm actually, I'm pretty dang set on this one. What do you want to do? Do you know? Um, yeah. So I actually want to do forensic pathology. It's a, it's a pretty small field. The uh, statistic I like to throw around is there's about 500 practicing forensic pathologists in the, in the country right now. So congressman is actually a more popular job. <laughs> well, good luck to you on your journey. Thank you very much. All right, that is it for all of the conversations that I had. So what I took out of this was that there are so many different reasons for why people are interested in what they're interested in. And so as you go on your journey, keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, and listen to the Specialty Stories podcast as it comes out to hear more stories from physicians on the other side of their training, to to hear them talk about what life is like as a forensic pathologist or an orthopedic surgeon and hear their stories behind why they chose their career and if they would recommend their career to those that are following in their footsteps. So again, go check that out, specialtystories.com. At this point, it'll either take you to the iTunes page where you can subscribe to the podcast or it'll take you somewhere else where you can get some more information. So I do want to mention, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that you have the opportunity to win some one-on-one coaching with me. And if you didn't know, I help students prepare for their applications, for their interviews. I help them with their personal statements. It's something I've been doing now since I've been doing this full-time. And if you haven't heard my story, you can go back and listen to some of the old podcasts on why I'm not practicing medicine anymore. But uh, what I have been doing now is is I've been helping students prepare for their applications and interviews and everything like I just said. And so in two weeks, session 208 will be my fourth anniversary of this podcast. It'll be four years of publishing this episode or this podcast every week for 208 weeks. And I want to celebrate that by giving you some prizes. And to do that, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash contest and you can figure out and learn how to join or register or enter, I guess, enter to win either some some mock interview prep with me or personal statement writing, um, editing with me, uh, or some application prep. Uh, I'm giving away some of the stuff that some of the students that work with me have been working with me for a long time, and it's a, it's a big investment, but I'm giving that away for free uh, for those that enter to win. So again, medicalschoolhq.net slash contest. I want to take a second and thank a couple of people that have left us ratings and reviews. We have Negret Steph 12 maybe that's how you say that? That says, she says, maybe she, she says, great. This podcast is great. As a pre-med out of college, it is great to get a refresher of what to do to help the medical school preparation go, a uh, preparation process go smoothly. So this user, Steph 12 uses the word great as much as I use the word awesome. So that is awesome and great all in one. Thank you for that review. 
And we have another one that says, makes medical school achievable by Linum97. I've been a longtime listener of the podcast. Once I started listening, I realized that I could get into medical school and it wasn't some fantasy. I followed the advice and hope to get into medical school soon. I hope so too. Let me know when you do. And thank you for that review. If you would like to leave a review, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash iTunes. All right, that is it for now. Again, I highly recommend you check out the pre-med conferences in your area or budget so you can travel to a pre-med conference. The the community at a conference, the, the atmosphere, the vibe, the energy is amazing. And being around like-minded students is awesome. After the AMSA pre-med fest conference, I went to dinner with six, maybe, other six students that uh, listened to the podcast and, and some that hadn't heard the podcast. And, and one of the students actually listened to the podcast but didn't know I was the actual host on the podcast. And when she found out, she was kind of, she was like, oh my God, that's you, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was kind of funny. And, uh, but but listening to, uh, especially those students at dinner and those that went out to dinner, thank you very much. Um the the conversations that go on and the collaboration i talk about it here all the time collaboration not competition the amount of collaboration that goes on at these conferences is phenomenal so find out to go to amsa and find out where the nearest conference is to you go check out their convention in february their convention is a little bit more skewed towards medical students but they do have a large percentage of pre-meds that go as well so again, if you do go to an AMSA conference, MSHQ 17 to save some money on your registration. All right. I hope you got some inspiration out of this podcast today. Not much to learn other than to know that people have different reasons for what they're doing. And so if you have your own reasons, that's okay. If they're different from everybody else's, that's okay. Just keep pursuing them and know why you are doing this. And Check us out next week here at the Medical School Headquarters and the Pre-Med Years Podcast. (laughs) 